How you doing? Are we ready? All right, let's get this done. <laughs> I'm trying to, I might be screaming a lot during this podcast. I'm trying to get it done while my neighbor's still out there raking up pears. I'm trying to, st- I got off on a good, got off on the right foot with this guy. So I'm trying to keep things, uh, you know, keep things going in the right direction. He's a really nice guy, too. And, if, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know the people who were here before were complete asshole scum of the earth. And I, if I could start them on fire in the middle of the s- street, I would have. Uh, so this guy, <laughs> this guy is a nice guy who I don't want to start on fire. And I, I don't even really want to irritate him. So I, let's, I'm trying to do this while he's busy because I'm probably going to scream a lot. And he's a real quiet sort of an older guy. He's got uh, some granddaughter. His granddaughter comes and plays the violin poorly. <laughs> you know what? And here's the thing. When someone's an asshole, every little thing that they do drives you nuts. Like that, the, the, the horrible cow who lived here before, I could hear her breathing through her nose in the middle of the night, you know, through... Through, through you know drywall and a, and through the floorboards and with the heater on and the fan I could still hear a little nose whistle. This guy, because he's a nice guy, nothing he does bothers me. His daughter comes and she plays a violin. It sounds like someone's pulling the intestines out of a cat. I don't even notice. I don't even notice. <laughs> and uh, he's so nice. In fact, he invited me for Thanksgiving dinner. Because he's like, what, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? You're not going to be alone, are you? And I said, no, nah, I'm, I'm going by my folks. You know, Because I could tell he was going to invite me. He said, well, you know, if, if that falls through or you don't have anything going on, you're more than welcome to come by us and you know, blah, blah, blah. What a sweetheart, huh? So now now i got to hide <laughs> Thanksgiving. Now I got, I, I'm going to have to get up real early and turn the TV on to, like, a low volume and just sit on the couch and not move. I'm going to have to, like, pee into a jug or something. Because if I walk around up here, you're going to hear me, and then he'll come up and want me to come down and have dinner with him. Huh? No, I'm not going by my folks. <laughs> no, I just said that because I don't want to have dinner with the guy. I mean, a nice guy and all, but no. I don't know you from man. No, I'm not, no. And I don't want to spend time with your family or your kid playing a horrible violin. No, I don't want any of it. And I, wanted, <laughs> I don't want to get off on the wrong foot. I want everything to stay cool. And the best way of everything staying cool is for me to spend as little time near him and his family as possible and vice versa. And besides that, there's football on. And I want to sit and watch football. And I haven't been home. And I've got, can go to one show after the next. I just want to sit and on my ass and watch TV. That's all I want to do. So now I'm going to have to do that in stone silence somehow so he can't figure out I'm still here. I'm going to have to, like, go and <laughs> make a lot of noise, like stomp down the stairs real loud and then so he can see me leaving and then sneak back up stairs somehow and just wiggle on my belly so I don't make any noise and then watch TV. Oh. Man, all those conventions are finally over. But and then here's the thing: I go right from the, right from having my will broken by travel 
And, oh, and we're going to get it. Get into these stupid scanners they got now at the airports. That's when I'm going to start screaming. What the hell is a... Anyhow, we'll get to that. So from, from between travel and dealing with these convention operators and everybody who, and all that stress and BS, and then once that's done, boom, right into the holiday season. Right into the miserable-ass holiday season where I get clinically depressed and want to kill myself for three months until spring. Not this year. Not, not this year. I'm this year. I I refuse. I refuse to go through this again. I'm not gonna. I don't know if it's that disease where if you don't get enough sun, you get batty or or what. I'm gonna try to go tanning if I have to. I'm gonna just take massive amounts of vitamin D. I'm gonna do hang out with other people. <laughs> Anything I have to do, I'm gonna do it because I can't go through this again. This, Winter depression. I won't do it. I can't. I'm going to fight it. I'm going to figure something out this year. Now, I'll tell you something else. I'm not going to have another crappy holiday. Not going to have another crappy Christmas where I'm alone and miserable and watching everybody else's Christmases. Not doing it. I'm, I'm going to have a nice Christmas. I'm not going to be alone. I'm not going to be miserable. I'm going to go to midnight mass with someone on my arm, someone in tow. I'm not going to go there and be the lonely, pathetic guy at midnight mass. 68 families and me, just a lonely degenerate in the back. No, not this time. Going with somebody. And I don't. And it's going to be beautiful and happy. And I don't care if I have to pay a hooker in order to have this happen. That may even be, you know, maybe that's the way to go. Maybe, you know, like a Christmas miracle. Joe, it happens on the movies. I'll go to like an abused woman's shelter or pick up some street walker, right? And we'll both just get wrapped up in the, the spirit of the holidays. You know, we'll go to mass. You know, we'll go and see all the Christmas ornaments, you know, the Christmas light displays that these losers in suburbia spend hours putting up. <laughs> We'll go, we'll go look at all that pretty stuff. We'll see some carolers, and we'll both just be moved right down to our souls. You know, I, I'm not happy with my life. This person obviously can't be happy with theirs. We'll both be moved by the moment. It'll be a beautiful event where we both turn our lives around. As long as she's not fat. What else have we got going on here? Huh? You know, that's that's another thing, Joe. I mean, all kidding aside, I don't I don't deserve to be alone and miserable on the holidays. I'm good looking. You know, be, being miserable and alone that's for that's for ugly people. <laughs> that's for ugly and fat people. It's like everything I've ever been told is just it was a lie. <laughs> uh, you know, you grow up and you're told that it's not nice to. Look down on people because they're unattractive, but that's what people do anyhow. That's what you're told. That's what we do anyhow. Even though you're not supposed to do that, that's how life is. That's what I've been told. Why isn't life like it's not supposed to be? <laughs> I go to these comic book conventions and there's ugly, fat losers, and they all have dates, and they're you know they're with somebody, and they're hey, look, I'm I'm like sort of famous. And I'm good looking, yeah, I'm in shape. I'm going back to the Motel 6 by myself, and this fat, acne-riddled degenerate is going home with some other fat, acne-riddled degenerate. 
but at least he's going home with somebody. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, maybe that's the problem here. Joel, do the math with me. Because there's far more ugly people than there are attractive people. So if you're ugly, you have a bigger pool to choose from. Whereas, you know, if you're attractive, you're, you only, you're, you're going to go out with somebody as attractive as you or better. You've got less of a pool to choose from. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's just the math is not in my favor. Uh, no, I don't. I don't buy that anyhow. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> I try, Joe. Having looks not matter. And uh, here, here's the thing. Uh, the world is what the world is. You know, uh, people are attractive. They say, the word attractive means to attract. You know, pretty. You're beautiful. People like beautiful, pretty, attractive things. If the person cared about my feelings, she wouldn't be ugly. You, fo you follow me here? If I'm dating someone and they're ugly, that just shows that they don't care. Because if they cared, they wouldn't be ugly. Because, one, it hurts my image being seen with someone ugly. And two, I, obviously, I don't want to be with someone ugly, right? Why would anybody? Nobody would want to be with someone. What do you mean, what can they do about it? It's 2010. There's a little something called going out to the woods to die. But you're glossing over my larger point, is that fat and ugly people are narcissists. No, follow my logic. No, your logic is screwed up. No, because I'm the only one who will tell you stuff like this. That's why people listen to this, Joe, and that's why you should listen to me. They're narcissists. People who try to be attractive, they're not just being attractive for themselves. They're being attractive for the outside world, see? They're attractive to attract, see? They're, they're thinking of others by making themselves attractive and, st and staying in shape. Ugly people, they're obviously so narcissistic and only care about themselves to the extent that they're just willing to sit there and be ugly. It's, it's selfish. It's sight pollution. <laughs> Uh, whatever. Let's move along. Let's get uh, let's get into these security <laughs> scanners. If you don't travel and you haven't uh, been watching the news, here's what they got now. Here's what's waiting for you at the airport. You you walk up through security and there's this little machine that scans over your whole body and gives a full body naked image to the guy who's to the TSA agent. Full body naked image. Google this if you want. Google uh, TSA scanners. It's not. It's not in color. It's like in that sort of green, greenish night vision scope, like the first Paris Hilton video that came out. That's kind of what. It, that's a, pretty much what it looks like, right? So I mean, that was pretty graphic, even though it wasn't in color. By the way, that guy came off as. <laughs> we won't get into it. I don't have a problem with Paris Hilton. She seems sort of like a sweetheart and kind of stupid on that video, and he seemed like a real creep. Anyhow, back to these... Anyhow, so it's graphic enough, and that's what's waiting for you. I don't know where to start with what's wrong with this. So I'm going to start with the TSA guy. You know, they got a tough job. 
is what I hear all the time, and what we're all supposed to think, they don't have a tough job at all. His job is to sit on his ass for eight hours and look for something that might be dangerous through a, a camera. That's not a tough job. That's an easy job. Coal miners have a tough job. FBI agents who have to track down these people, that's a tough job. Firefighters have a tough job. This guy's job is to sit on his ass and watch a TV. That's not tough. It's easy. And if he was any, if he was any good at it, maybe it would be uh, tricky. Maybe it would involve some skill. But, you know, go to an airport one time and watch the, watch the blank stares on these people's faces. This, you know, these aren't law enforcement. This isn't CIA or FBI, these TSA security agents. They're, they're, they're looking, go look at one. The blank stares in their faces. This is a guy who filled out a job application. That's it. And he probably filled out a job application for Walmart and Kinko's. But he ended up here because the, the TSA was the first people to call him. That's all he is. He's some jerk who didn't get a job somewhere else. And our, li- our lives are in his hands as he sits there and he stirs his coffee. Oh, nobody ever pays attention to these people. Go to an airport and pay attention to them. You know, they're, they're yucking it up with each other. You know, they're both, they're half looking at the screen. The one guy's staring into his coffee. And they're talking about the ball game. They're not paying attention to what they're doing. I watch and I fly a lot. And by the way, even if they were, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put money on any of these people being able to, put, to handle a Rubik's Cube much less the multi-million dollar machinery in front of them. They couldn't find where's they couldn't find Waldo, much less a bomb and I know that's true. Yeah, I went to San Diego one year, got screened in Milwaukee, had a layover, left the airport cuz the layover was so long, left and came back. So I got screened a second time. Went to San Diego. Went through San Diego. Got screened a third time. Went to Milwaukee. Dumped my briefcase out. I had a seven-inch buck knife in my briefcase the entire time. I forgot it was in there. I, I, I must have thrown it in there. I don't know why or what. I don't remember what this. All I know is I shook it out and boom, it was in there the whole time in one of the sleeves. Didn't even know it. Not only did I not know it, uh, three three airport security teams didn't know it. These idiots. And, and and here's the government for you again. They're going to fix the problem. Is there a problem to find better people? Is there a problem to upgrade the personnel? No. They're going to say, take the same nose-picking 68 IQ, IQ idiot, and they're going to put an even more expensive piece of machinery in front of them. It's ridiculous. These guys can barely get this stinking wand to work half the time. Trust me, I fly often. They can't even get the little me- the little metal detecting wand to work. Now he's sitting in front of machinery that costs more than he'll ever make as in his entire life all put together. What if he spills coffee on it? Are these things insured? <laughs> I'm serious. I wouldn't let these idiots run my, you know, operate my VCR. Or I mean my DVD player. Whatever. And who are these people? Do we know who they are? You know what? I'll let them body scan me when I can body scan them. If I'm going to sit there and be naked, then they got to be naked. That's fair. We don't know who these idiots are. What, kind, what form of degenerate they are. How do we know they're not terrorists? I mean, here's the absurdity of it. you got a guy who makes 10 bucks an hour checking, uh, putting a pilot through a body scanner in case the pilot's a terrorist. 
the plan was the terrorist, he'll just crash the plane. You know, and if he's really good, he'll take out another plane on the way down. This TSA agent, if he's a terrorist, he can let a whole parade of people through there. How do we know this guy's not a degenerate terrorist? We don't know anything about these people, except now what we do know is he filled out a job application, couldn't get the wand to work, and now he's been upgraded to seeing us all naked. And by the way, if we don't want to deal with that, uh, we can subject ourselves to a pat-down. So if you don't want him to see your naked body, you can go in the back room and have him feel your naked body. There's a nice choice for you. It's... And, and by the way, let me talk to my generation for a little bit. Huh? All, all, of us, all of us tough guys breaking the rules. Huh? We all got tattoos and piercings, right? We make fun of the Bible, make fun of this and that. We're all a bunch of tough guys, a bunch of rule breakers, a bunch of wild men. We don't care about what society's norms are, man. Right? No other generation but ours would put up with this crap. And you think the Eisenhower generation would have put up with this? They'd take the, the TSA agent, would get punched right in the face. Only us, huh? We, we think we're so... Uh, we don't even see the big picture. Yeah, we're giving society the finger with these little pictures. You know, a little tattoo on our arm. Yeah, look at this. Giving society the finger. Yeah, you know, got a piercing. Yeah, look, I don't care what society thinks. Yeah, yeah, strip down naked in front of the security guard. Oh, okay. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. And by the way, the Eisenhower era wouldn't have to do this anyhow because you, a bunch of World War II vets in their, you know, back in the day, three uh, uh, Muslim scumbags with box cutters would not take over an airplane. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to call a spade a spade here. How about we just protect ourselves? Huh? And where's all? And where's all the feminist groups? Huh? Where's now? And where's all the? Where's all these people? If if somebody took a picture of one of these feminists in a bar, she'd be screaming rape. And yet now she's going to go to the airport and let some guy, some complete stranger, look at her naked body or feel her up, and that's okay. You know, one offhanded comment in an office building, these people are ready to sue somebody, but uh, they're uh, on the way to suing, they're going to get groped by a TSA agent, and that doesn't matter to them. And for what? Huh? What is it? Like I said, they don't find anything anyhow. I got a, I got a seven-inch buck knife that proves that. And by the way, that wasn't on my person, so the scanner wouldn't have found it anyway. The whole land security chief, Janet Napolitano, wrote some op-ed piece, some, some editorial response, and had it published in USA Today. And if you want your blood to run cold, uh, look up Janet Napolitano. You can take a good look at who's in charge of our safety. You know, take, take a good look at those glassy doll's eyes of hers. This doe-eyed, goofy old bat. She looks like she should be on The View. Not, not running <laughs> Homeland Security. By the way, I ordered that book, uh, Joy Behar's children's book, but it's not here yet. But anyhow, take a look at Janet Napolitano. She looks like she should be on a view. In response to uh, a few people complaining about these naked scanners, uh, she got, got on the old typewriter there, ting, 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 and uh, typed out a response. It's going to make us all feel okay. You want to hear it? Here we go. In a Monday editorial for USA Today, Homeland Security Chief Janet Napolitano 
urged Americans to be patient in the face of heightened new airplane security measures that some have declared as invasive, time-consuming, and likely to cause travel delays in the upcoming holiday season. Um, let's start... I mean, I, patient. Let's start with that. Urged Americans to be patient. 9-11 uh, was nine years ago. How patient do we have to be? How long is it going to take for you people to get your act together to figure out what to do? Huh? A full decade? How, how long do we just want us to be patient, huh? It's been ten years almost that some have declared is invasive. No, it is invasive. There's nothing more invasive than either being buck naked or having someone touch your body. What's more invasive than that? Huh? Anything? Aside from sexual assault? And yes, it's time-consuming and oh, whatever. Citing last year's thwarted terrorist attack on a Christmas Day flight, Napolitano defended the newly implemented use of advanced body scanners. Last year's terrorist attack was thwarted by the crew and passengers. Last year's terrorist attack, that was going from somewhere to Detroit. The guy had an explosive device. So the, the, the explosive got, device got past all our little idiot security. First off, it got past security, and it, wasn't, it was like in Amsterdam. Joe, look this up for me while I'm doing this. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're good. Thank you. Uh, a Christmas Day outrage was averted when a Nigerian man attempted to ignite an explosive device on a Northwest Airlines flight from Amsterdam to Detroit. The would-be terrorist was subdued by passengers and crew. So one, her little her security measures wouldn't have mattered anyhow because this was, the guy got on board in Amsterdam, one. Two, he was stopped by the crew and passengers, not security at all. So that's a, what the hell is she talking about? Citing last year, Al-Qaeda and those in, <clears throat> let me calm down a second. This is a quote from her. Al-Qaeda and those inspired by its ideology are determined to strike our global aviation system and are constantly adapting their tactics for doing so. What? No, they're not. What the hell is she talking about? Every one of these guys, they all got the same game plan. Blow themselves up. They haven't adapted anything since they've invented dynamite. It's all the same thing. Blow yourself up. Blow yourself up. Blow yourself up. What tactics are they... Give me a break. This guy tried to blow himself up. He was subdued by the passengers and crew. And he got on board outside the U.S. So her little naked scanners wouldn't have done anything. And probably wouldn't have done anything even if he got on board in America because he didn't have it on him. It was in his carry-on. Uh, what else? She also pointed out that the privacy of past travelers is pro protected through rigorous safeguards. All images generated by imaging technology are viewed in, wall in a walled-off location, location. Let me start that over. This is her addressing the fact that we're all going to be naked, have naked pictures taken of ourselves. She also, she also pointed out that the privacy of travelers is protected through rigorous safeguards. All images generated by imaging technology are viewed in a walled-off location, not visible to the public. 
well, zippity doo Only, only the you, your four stooges who make ten bucks an hour are going to get to see me naked, and not the whole flight. Thanks. I feel so much better. Uh, hold on. The officer assisting the the officer assisting the passenger never sees the images image, and the officer viewing the image never interacts with the passenger. The imaging technology that we use cannot store, export, print, or transmit images. Oh my good lord. Good lord. The imaging technology that we use cannot store, export, print, or transmit images. This woman's an idiot. First off, I don't believe that at all, because if it couldn't store an image, what what good is it? Of course it stores images. <laughs> They're going to use that in court when they catch people. That's the most ridiculous. She's just flat out lying to us, or she's a blithering idiot. Because guess what? Let's uh, let, let's say I believe her, which I don't for one second. <laughs> Not for one split second do I believe that these things can't store the image. And if you believe that, you're an idiot. But let's say in this magical world we're all so stupid as to believe everything we hear, we're heard. Let's say that these machines cannot store an image. Has she not heard of a camera phone? All the TSA guy needs to do is whip out his phone and go click. And he's got the picture of the naked body of your wife or your child or someone else's wife or you. Give him, these are the people who are, are, being, are supposed to protect us. She doesn't even... It took me four seconds to figure that out. It took me four seconds to come up with a way to, to get this data out of the airport. Camera phone. Click done. This is the, this is the lady in charge of protecting us from from terrorists. Oh, we're screwed. You know what? And these these scanners. I mean, how how what? They don't work. Even if they did work, you know what? Screw your safety. Screw your safety. How much of my freedom and rights and dignity have to be stripped away on the way to my flight so that you can have the illusion of safety? Nothing is safe. Communist Russia wasn't safe. Communist China isn't safe. England isn't safe, even though they're not supposed to have guns. Japan isn't safe, even though they're not supposed to have guns. There's no such thing as safety. You're not safe in your own bathroom. Safety is an illusion. I'm not tired of having my rights and dignity stripped away so you can feel better. You want to be safe? Learn how to protect yourself. How about this? How about the next time somebody tries to hijack a plane, we all get up and beat the crap out of them. Beat them stupid. How many terrorists... Let's just have Janet Napolitano have her say that that's our policy. Here's the policy. Somebody gets up and is disrupting a flight. It's open season. Oh, do whatever you want. Nobody will be prosecuted. It's, it's fair game. Do whatever you want. You know, have a press conference that says that. I, I guarantee you that'll, that'll stop more terrorists in their tracks than all these stupid scanners. Now, if you were a terrorist, what would frighten you more? Hearing about these stupid scanners or having the head of Homeland Security come out and say, if somebody starts interfering with a flight, it's open season. The latter would scare me off, not the former. These stupid scanners. You know what? I'm going to help get rid of these scanners. And you terrorists out there, you want to know how to get past these things? 
I'm going to tell you, listen up. Here's how you do it. Uh, before you get on board there, before you go through security, here's what you do. You hire two hot, hot uh, strippers. You pay for their airline ticket to go to the same place you're going, have them dressed all skimpy, have them get on right before you. So they go through their little scanners. Every TSI, TSA guy in there is going to be in that little room looking at their rack. You'll be able to drive a tank through there. You'll be able to bring an, a bazooka on board because they're not even going to notice you. Just have a couple of hot blondes go through those scanners first because it's all random, you know. <laughs> it's all random who they pick. Random my ass. Put two hot blondes in front of you. Uh, they'll get scanned. No one will even check your ID. Now, now that I've helped them out, if you don't want that to happen, you better get on your ass and start protesting these scanners. Because that's how easy it is to defeat them. It's that simple. These TSA scumbags, degenerates and losers. <laughs> Look at them the next time you go to an airport. Would you trust that guy to jumpstart your car? Huh? Would you trust him to keep an eye on your dog? To feed your fish? I wouldn't trust him for anything. He, he looks slightly dumber than the guy who manages Target. And now he's in front of equipment that cost us, the taxpayers, billions. I lost my place. It doesn't matter. She's an idiot. And she can't figure out that these guys are just going to whip out a cell phone and take pictures of our wives and our kids and our girlfriends and our fiancés and us. Huh? And what did, what did this guy do to earn the right to see us all naked? Huh? He filled out a job application five years ago, moved his way up the ranks of not knowing how to use a wand and not knowing how to use this. We asked the American people to pay an important... We asked the American people to play an important part of our layered defense, Napolitano wrote. We ask for cooperation, patience, and a commitment to vigilance in the face of a determined enemy. Are you, are you paying attention there? That's your role. Compliance. Your role in your defense is to lay there and take it. We ask that the American people play an important role in our layered defense. Cooperation, patience, and commitment to vigilance. That's your role. That's your role, is just to walk up to that scandal, let them see you naked, and shut the hell up. Huh? They, they get to see your wife naked, shut the hell up. That's the important role you play, you sheep. <laughs> this, you make me sick. Anybody who doesn't have a problem with this scanner, you make me sick. Huh? Well, I don't care, I'm not going to fly. Oh, yeah? You're going to go to a, a concert anytime in the near future? Huh? How about a sporting event? How about a nightclub? They're not going to have those there. Oh, you think so? You're a moron. This is coming next, huh? You're, you're going to want to go to a rock concert? You're going to have to walk past one of these things. It's going to be the same nose-picking degenerates going to be looking at your naked body there. Want to go to a ball game? These are going to be waiting for you. Because that's all it's going to take. One little terrorist attack at a ball game, and we're all going to turn into sheep again and cry to the government, eh, Help me! Help me! Do something! Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if they could? But they're morons. Like I said, like I said in a podcast last week, these people, their their job is just to get reelected. That's it. 
They don't figure things out. They don't problem solve. That's what businessmen do. You want to solve this problem? Uh, here's how you do it. You go to capitalism. You want problem solved, you go to capitalism and competition. I'll solve it for you. I, I can solve it for you in six months. Get rid of the TSA altogether and make these airlines handle their own security. I'm serious. If all these airlines had to handle their own security, imagine how smooth it would be because they'd have to compete with each other. Because before you'd buy a ticket, you'd have to think back. Well, let's see. When I went on Southwest, their security sucked. I, they got to see me naked, and the other guy got to feel up my wife because she didn't want to go through the naked thing, and they got to see my children naked. And, uh, and meanwhile, I got a knife on board anyhow. Perhaps I'll try Delta. Yeah, the last time I went to Delta, the lines moved real fast. Nobody got to see me naked, and they were checking, people, uh, checking people's backgrounds and not just randomly choosing people. I think I'll go on Delta again. Competition. That's how you handle it. The, the government has no competition. That's why everything it does sucks. Because all they have to do is try the first idea, and if it doesn't work, they throw more money on it, at it. Because there, there's, no, there's no government number two that's coming up with a better idea. You know, they have no competition. <sighs> I'm exhausted. We got the others. I don't think I need the other story. I've rambled on enough. I'm going to check briefly through this other one. Let's see if anything else irritates me. Oh, by the way, it's x-ray technology, so enjoy your testicle cancer. Well, the government says it's safe. Well, <laughs> the government says. I'm sorry. During a press conference in which Napolitano announced the expansion of security awareness campaign, she also reiterated the need for hand searches should a passenger passenger decline electronic screening. Whatever. This ridiculous old hag isn't saving us from anything. If you refuse the advanced imaging technology altogether, then you can go to a separate area for a same-gender pat-down. If there are adjustments we need to make as we move forward, we have an open ear, she said. We will listen. Yeah, how about how about you start profiling people? Because <laughs> the guy, thank, thank you, Joe. The guy who tried to blow up the plane uh, last Christmas uh, was a Nigerian man named Umar Farouk Abdul Mutalabab. How about you check him and get your hands out of my crotch? Huh? A white guy from Milwaukee. You're going to pat me down. Give me a break. And I get checked every single time. Meanwhile, Umar Farouk Abdul Mutalabab manages to get an explosive device on board. Now, now granted, uh, he got on board in uh, wherever, but you know what I'm saying? Start profiling these people. Um, I think that was about it then. <laughs> yeah, you can have a pet. You know what? Here's, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> here's what I'm going to do. The next time I go on a flight, I'm going to punch myself in the nuts really hard. Or you know what? I'm going to let someone else do it to make sure it's done right because I might not have the nerve to punch myself in the groin. Joe, you hate me enough to sock me in the groin, don't you? Huh? Yeah, it's, Joe says hell yeah. Joe, I'm going to let you... <laughs>
I'm going to let you punch me in the nuts really hard. Then I'm going to go on on board. I'm going to say, I don't want this scanning technology. I want to pat down. Then if the person pats me down, I'm just going to grab my crotch and drop to my knees and cry wolf. And go, I oh, grabbed me so hard he gave me a rupture. Look it. I, now I'm going to sue you assholes. See, like that. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, there's women out there spend their entire life not getting a a backwards glance from a guy, and yet they're gonna go on these. Whatever. You people make me sick. The fact that this even the fact that our government even run the, ran this up the flagpole, much less implemented it, and we're not rioting is ridiculous. Are we also? Pussies that will just do anything to pretend we're safe. Whatever. I tried. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Until next time. Think.